0: So, I've recorded my intro a few times, and nobody I talked to on the phone wanted to let me know that I had a heavy tongue and a lisp? Well, hell, you're here. This is Straight Up No Chaser, and I'm your host, Beans. I hope you come around more often. I have a lot to share. Alright, so here we go. Episode number two. To be honest with you, this is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Um, to sit down in front of a microphone in my office and just speak, it's difficult. And it's not because I don't have a lot to say, because I do. Um, but more so, I'm usually in a conversation mode than just a recording mode. When I sat down to start this podcast in my head, I just thought that i will have all these episodes lined up and that I'll just keep building on personal experiences and I'll just talk about them which of course sounded like a great idea but I'm not a free-flowing talker so that's not the best idea. So in my notebook I have a notebook and when things happen I sit down and I start to write And. Even though this episode doesn't build on the previous episode, this is the next episode I wanted to talk about. And I'm gonna title it Force, and I'm gonna talk about the concept of force. So basically, it goes like this. Do you have a complete grasp on the concept of force? You know, the pull of one object to another, the simple concept of push and pull. I have to go deeper. Can you imagine being in a setting or even an environment surrounded by great forces, and yet in the middle of all of these great forces, you feel a total sense of calm, a sense of security, a sense of well being? A sense of this is exactly where you should be. Well, for me, this just recently happened. A few Fridays back, I opened up my home to a group of beautiful, enlightened, powerful, strong, and I don't want to use that word strong, I'll discuss that later, but amazing women. I did that in an effort to build or create a tribe or create a stronghold, create a sense of community, create a sense of, and that was my purpose. I wanted to create an environment where women can come in, take off their hats, take off their hair, take off their eyes, take off their, take off all of these societal standards and regulations that we allow ourselves to accept. I opened my door so that we can just have fun. Of course, we did just that. And we started with the game of Cards Against Humanity. And of course, throughout the evening, someone asked me about the podcast. So that was the push between behind me actually publishing a prequel, pushing the first episode, and here I am publishing a second one. You're listening to my second episode. I'm not sure how you got here, who gave it to you, but if you listen to the first two, you can tell that I have some internal issues, <laughs> battles, scars. So I know you're probably sitting there thinking how can someone be calm in the sense of great external forces? How is that even possible? How can one person gather a sense of calm from external forces? Well, it's quite easy if you understand the basic premise behind force. So, let me put on my little nerdy cap here. And let me just break it down real quick, real simple. Newton's laws of motion breaks it down into three laws. The first law states that an object will remain at rest, remain in a uniform speed, remain constant in that same direction, unless an external force acts upon it. You heard that one object, a person, an object, anything will remain static without the presence of an external force. Newton's second law states that acceleration is a response to an unbalanced force, causing an object to move in the same direction as said force. So acceleration is the fact that an object is coming to you from one direction, causing your standard, your stationary object to move in the same direction as that unbalanced force. The third law states that when an object also exerts a force, so push, pushes back onto another object, the second object also exerts a force. On the first, at an equal magnitude, in opposite direction. So basically, a simple push and pull. I'm pushing, something's pushing back on me. Action and reaction of forces. I know, really nerdy, really scientific. Blah, 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 blah. Why is that important? So, let's talk about it. Let me dig into the first o- law. An object will remain at rest or stationary without an external force acting upon it. This podcast would not have happened <laughs> because I would have remained stationary, content, Um. It's not that I didn't want to do it. I had a laundry list of reasons why I shouldn't do it, or why it wouldn't work, or why whatever. But I had external forces pushing, getting me going, telling me to do it. So, an object this podcast would have remained on the floor in my head in this notebook if I had not had an external force telling me to do so. And it's not a bad thing, it's just that we as people tend to rely on whether it be signs or a nudge or a hint. To continue to do something that we kind of think we should. The second one states that an acceleration is basically a response from an unbalanced force. Unbalanced. Meaning that if I'm being pushed from one direction, I'm going to continue in that direction until something stops me. I'm gonna to continue to move in this way until something changes. I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue and continue and continue. The third law says, unless there's another object pushing against, that said force that causes me to acceleration, causes me to accelerate, I'm going to continue to go. So with those simple understanding of forces and how I find calm and external forces, I have to, I guess, take another layer off of myself. On the last episode, I snuck it out there that I've gone to therapy And then that I was suffering with this and that. I have been clinically diagnosed as a person who suffers from manic depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder. And it could have possibly stemmed from postpartum depression. But now that I look back, it may have been something that I've dealt with my entire life. And just the fact that I became pregnant and had a child which was another force. It tipped things out of balance for me. So everything that I thought I had control over or things that I thought I could handle became unbalanced. And I don't know if you've ever seen those commercials or actually paid attention to them, because I do, with the people who are taking all the different medicines for bipolar disorder or anxiety or depression, where at one moment we feel like we can conquer the world And we can conquer all the tasks that we put on our plate. And then the next moment we're crashing. That's my life. There's this one post that I've seen a few times from different people. And it got me thinking. As I go through my day, I bounce from task to task to task to task. And I need, there's a need for me to bounce from task to task to task to task because I get bored or I get frustrated or I just get tired. And believe it or not, it's not healthy. But the post is one about high functioning anxiety. And there's a list on it. And it's basically a list saying what the outside sees of you versus what you're dealing with internally and it speaks to me because on this list it says that people from the outside see me as a detailed oriented person because that i'm outgoing that i'm active i'm super helpful i'm a hard i perform well under pressure and that i have a sense of loyalty (laughs) internally all that equates to is that i overthink everything, I don't know how to think at a simple level. I make lists, I check them off, I make more lists, and I overthink the most simplest task. The most simplest task I overthink. Outgoing equates to trying to be a people pleaser. I've toned that back a little, but it's true. You're always on the move. You're always so active. That's because I don't know how to slow down. I don't know how to slow down. I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to breathe. I don't know how to reset. I just don't know how to. And that in itself has caused me so many breakdowns so many nights of just frustration and tears and anger Um, it's caused arguments in my household it has caused erratic behavior that I display Um, and it causes me to call my mom and all she tells me to do is stop I don't know how I don't know how to slow down I feel that if I slow down or if I stop that something's not going to be done and if I stop and it doesn't get done nobody else is going to pick it up so in my head if nobody else picks it up all it does is that when I come back to it in a day or two or a couple of hours it's still there and it's double or triple so why stop why stop super helpful the thing he says is it's the trouble of saying no I don't have a problem with saying no. The problem is that I volunteer for everything. So I guess it is a trouble saying no. And it's not because I'm afraid of disappointing somebody. Because that's not a fear I have, believe it or not. It is that I am trying to be helpful. But in my attempt to be helpful to someone else, I'm draining myself. Because I don't. Know how to say no to myself because I don't know how to say that's enough, and it goes back to I don't know how to slow down. And then, what you may see as me being hardworking is that I have a fear of failure, that's a hard one. And that in itself will deserve its own topic of discussion because that fear of failure is huge and scary, and it exists on a lot of levels. Performs well under pressure. <laughs> That either means that I procrastinated to the last minute because I knew that the task that was at hand was something that I could do. And now I'm frustrated and flustered because I waited to the last minute to do something that I thought would only take five minutes, but now it's turning 10. And because I've done so much and I'm continuing to think about so much or thinking that I'm going to do so much more. Now that I'm behind five minutes, I'm behind five minutes on something else, which is going to be a snowball effect. Into other things, which is going to be a big old mound of anxiety and frustration that I've caused myself. And the last thing on that list was loyalty. And it's not because we want to be loyal to people, it's because we don't understand the need to have boundaries. I don't think I truly fit into that category, but I could be wrong. I've learned to put up boundaries. I've learned to push certain people to certain realms of my life because there was no space for them in what I would like to accomplish. So some of those areas I've overcome But yet I struggle hard in those areas that I didn't, which rotates us back to the topic of forces. When the battles or the issues that you're dealing with are created and manifested by yourself, how do you calm a storm that you've created? The only way to calm a storm, self-inflicted or self-created, is to add an external force. These battles that I have or these battles that we all suffer or these battles that we create, you can't undo them by yourself. It's tough. It's hard. And you continue to do the same thing. So in my life, in my life, and when I say I have accepted, this is new. I have accepted recently. I have accepted within the last couple of months. I have accepted recently that I need outside forces. Now let me break this down. I don't need Group of quote unquote friends to pat me on my back or be my eight-man choir or to tell me that I'm always right or what I did was good. I don't need that. That's fake energy, that's fakeness, that's not pure. I do need friends to tell me that I am doing good despite of me telling myself that I'm not doing good. I do need people to tell me that it's okay to be great and that the fact that you're being great is not outshining my greatness. I do need a sense of validation from an outside source. And honestly, that validation can come in the purest form of my mom telling me that the girls are eating. I need that. But in the same breath, it doesn't make me less of a person, smaller of a person, weaker of a person. It lets me control an aspect of my life that I had no control over. I mean, it's sad that I need someone to tell me that it's okay. That I'm not okay. It's okay to just shut the fuck down and stop. So I'm going to be that external force to let you know that it's okay to just stop. As I've grown into myself. (laughs) Let me stop. Let me rephrase that because me saying I've grown into myself will make one thing that where I'm at now is mm, a product of time and investing, and that'll be a lie, that would be premature, that would be saying that there's no more room to add any more nourishment or food into what I need to flourish. So, I'm going to say, as I continue to grow, I continue to cut off branches. You know, those people that just don't need to be here. Prune leaves. You know, trim them up. Shake them up. Trim ends. Once again, everybody doesn't need to be here for the entire ride. I have discovered that what I need is to allow myself to flourish. And that includes external forces, which is weird because honestly, I prefer to sit in a room by myself and do a puzzle sometimes. What I've also accepted is that my needs may not fit your equation. And that it's not fair that I force my needs upon somebody else. What I need from my relationship with you may not be what you need from your relationship with me. And I have to be big enough, adult enough, grown enough, wise enough, cautious enough, that is okay. So when I create relationships or when I begin to flourish, I ask for consent. I wanna ensure that my package, because it's a package, but what I bring to the table is not going to hold down what you're bringing to the table or what you wanna take from this table. I'm talking and I'm gathering my thoughts and I'm just moving through this and I'm reading what I wrote and I'm allowing the words to flow and I've learned that it's not okay to allow my issues, my concern, my anxiety, my depression, my whatever to occupy a space that is not welcomed, to occupy a space that's not healthy for it I've learned that it's okay to tell other people that at this moment I can't shoulder what you're going through I can't bear it I can't provide for you and that's okay As people we tend to be selfish and we tend to take advantage of the people that surround us um these people desire nothing but the good of us and we take advantage of that and we take advantage of it clearly because we are afraid to ask for consent we're afraid of the response we're afraid to believe that somebody else is willing to allow us to unload our troubles. So when you come to me as a friend, I let you know that it's okay. When you come to me as a friend, you'll know when it's not okay. And it's not that I don't wanna hear it and I don't wanna be a part of it or I don't wanna share it. It's more so I can't give you an open space and then that selfish of me. Most of us love to hide behind this trend that, oh, well that's me and they just need to accept it. Okay, that's cool, you're right, love it or leave it. I'm one of those people, but I'm not a I'm cool if they don't like me kind of person. I am a I will not sugarcoat anything for you. I will not walk on eggshells or curl my tongue for you. And my delivery may be a bit harsh, raunchy, rude, mean. My heart is pure, and I'm sorry in advance. But we're not okay. Those people who hide behind those false bravado bravados that, you know, love it or leave it, that I am who I am. Those are the people that we need to break beyond that external hard shell and realize that they need those external forces more than I need to give it to them. Most people need to be surrounded by forces. Of course you'd like most of your forces to be good Okay, you like them all to be good. But quite honestly, quite honestly, (laughs) we need both good and bad forces. I know. You don't like that. But if I were to tell you that you only needed good forces in your life, that would be like me sitting here serving you crown royal royal with water while water down the truth so if you'd like to know why I believe you need good and bad forces come back check me out again and I'll dig into deeper my personal thoughts behind why in life you need both good and bad forces in your life so thanks for hanging out with me i'm beans and i'm serving it up straight up with no chaser